Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Razor Bait. We're girls, and we nerd out. Sometimes, usually with a cock out. Usually, because that's, that's, that's the how preferred we, method. That's how we roll in our <laughs> groin area. Yeah. Uh, we are on episode 16, as mentioned. And uh, if you would like to find us online, you can come to our website, thenerdout.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the Nerd Out. We're on Facebook, and you can email us at info at thenerdout.com. Yay! Yay! So it's been a while, kids. Um, we've been busy, busy bees, busy ladies again. Yeah. Uh, so I think this might be a little bit longer than usual, but not too long. Yep, I agree with you. It might be a little longer than usual. Yeah. So why don't we get into you know some nerd thing that you and Mr. D went to? Oh yeah. Okay. We're gonna. We're going to kick this off with the lead up. Yeah. That would be L-E-E-T-U-P, as in elite, <laughs> which, you know, and some people listening may not know is gamer speak for the very best. Oh, elite. Yeah. Leet? Yeah. So like, oh, oh that's elite. Oh, yeah. I like that. See? I'll use it. Um, so yeah, we went to this thing called lead up. It was the first annual, hopefully quarterly. I don't know how often they're going to do it, but it was the very <laughs> first time they did. And it was, um, I apologize for not remembering some of these people's names, but it was uh, hosted by a fella who booked a couple of panels. One panel was people who are sort of internet superstars. Mm. Uh, had Felicia Day, who does The Guild, um, which is an awesome web series if you haven't seen it. Uh, and a couple other people who are sort of quote unquote internet famous. I think it might have been the internet famous panel. Sounds like it, yeah. And it was it was fascinating. Then there was a panel at the end of the evening that had Chris Hardwick, Kevin Smith, a couple other podcaster guys. Some of our faves. Yes, days. yeah. I mean, Chris and Kevin were awesome. Dude, I walked right by Chris Hardwick in the little VIP upstairs area. Oh yeah, I did. He's um. Dalen, who is now in love with him, mm-hmm. uh, said that he's kind of short. Is that he's true? a bit wee? Yeah, ah, that's unfortunate. The, I mean, the TV people—they're frequently—they're usually, they're usually wee. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know why. I guess that must mean the women are tiny, tiny. Oh yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah, um, but he, you know, is all like good health and big old white teeth and smiles. Oh, so nice. he's working it. Um, <laughs> let's see. They also had a DJ, Mike. DJ Mike L. Fell. I don't remember. And you know what? He's dead to me anyway because I tweeted and asked him a question afterwards and he never responded. So some dude. <laughs> uh, but he was he was all right. Um, there was another DJ, DJ R-rated. Um, oh, this is so funny. <clears throat> I went with a number of folks, uh, our friend Mr. D and some Mr. people D. that he works with, his friend Ira. And um, what you're seeing, what you're seeing. Yeah. So I turned to Ira and we're sitting there, we're listening to this DJ. We're kind of like upstairs in the assigned seating area. And cause I don't stand for that long and mm-hmm. we're upstairs and we're listening to this DJ and I'm kind of into it. And so I turned to him and I'm all, Ira, what kind of music is this? He's all, it's dubstep. I'm all, who'd have thought that I like dubstep? <laughs> who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Yeah. So yeah. I was all, this shit is awesome. <laughs> So now, you know, you, you can call me Lisa Dubstep J. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But I'm not going to dance like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, it was it was really fun. It was a bunch of nerdy people. It was a bunch of like in-jokes about the internet and podcasting and really, really fascinating stuff. Nice. So I, I two thumbs up. I think that they're going to try to take it on the road, do it again. You think uh, when it comes back to LA, you'll, you'll go? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. They also had a ton of old school arcade games like Donkey Kong. Of course. Um, which Derek ruled at and got like number three. He's good at that <laughs> shit. And uh, yeah, lots of lots of good stuff. It was it was definitely an interesting, albeit sort of random and weird night. Like because it was kind of like like a couple of friends of mine who aren't in sort of like the nerd culture internet world. We're like, I don't get it. Like, what is the common thing tying this together? I'm oh, like, they... I don't know. You're like me? I don't know. <laughs> it was so. on a Thursday. I remember it was on a Thursday night because I remember Mr. D was like, you guys want to go? Yeah. And I was like so bummed that I wasn't able to go because I had to go to a friend's um, oh, yeah. opening. Uh, tattoo yeah. parlor opening. But I figured, you know, I figured this would probably come around again. Tattoo parlor opening? Only once. once. Even though it was the second grand Hopefully opening. Once. But it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> And then we, we also, you and I did something that was kind of live and fun. Uh, there's, as we mentioned, I think in our last episode, there's this organization, the Paley Center Museum of Television, maybe, film and TV. Something, yeah, yeah, something. Uh, and they do something <laughs> called the Paley Fest every spring, and they have, they pick like maybe a dozen TV shows, and they do panels with people from the shows, and like the director or the writer, it's like a huge thing, kind of prestigious. They show episodes of the things, and I have always missed going to like Battlestar Galactica or yes. Buffy reunion or like any of the cool stuff. Because tickets usually sell out. Like I'm on the <laughs> In list. A second, I follow them on Twitter, and mm-hmm. every freaking year, either I can't go or I try to get a ticket, and mm. it's sold out. But not this time. Not this oh, time, no. my friends. Oh Mm-mm. no, we went to go see Mad Men. That's right. We saw the last episode of the last season, yes. and then a panel with pretty much everybody except for Elizabeth Moss and Christina Hendricks. Yeah. But otherwise, everybody and Matt, I don't I never know if it's Weiner or Wiener. I've heard he's a Wiener, so we're going to call him Matt Wiener. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Matt. And it was hosted by Homeboy, Dreads. Oh, KCRW. Elvis Mitchell. Elvis Mitchell. From New York Times and KCRW. Yes. Uh, and Glorious John Hamm. Yeah, John Hamm, who, I don't know, was he last year? But I noticed now he's a, listed as a producer. Oh, it's, I bet that's new. Yeah, because, you know, you want to keep him on, you give him some more money, give him producer yeah, title, yeah. that's what you do. Totally. Um, but, yeah, it was fun to see Mad Men, an episode, full Mad Men episode on the full big screen. at mm-hmm. a, It was at uh, the Saban. The Saban Theater. Which is gorgeous. Yeah. And to see it on the big screen, sans commercials, it just gave it a another effect yeah and then to have the panel which lasted longer than i anticipated actually it was a good hour it was a yeah and um that was awesome to see all that and like we mentioned before as we were talking about it uh john ham you know was true to to um to draper he came a little draperish with the suit looking good and then almost everyone else kind of didn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah a lot of i feel like um the silver fox Whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. I feel like he was dressed kind of sharp. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. Roger Sterling, whatever his real name yeah. is. Yeah. But everybody else, yeah, pretty like yeah. t-shirts, jeans, and converse. I was like, you are some dressed down motherfuckers. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit of a, a bubble burst. Yeah. A little, just a tiny bubble, but, but as, a bubble. But as long as John Hamm looked smashing and dashing, that, that was that was nice. That he looked really very, nice. like, I've heard, I've read interviews and stuff with him, and, like, he seems like a pretty lighthearted guy. Um, like, you know, funny, interesting. He seemed not dour, but very serious. Yeah. He seemed, he was in, he was kind of in, like, full-on 
Don Draper Yeah, mode. he was. He was. Yeah, because I've heard him on different podcasts. He's kind of real silly. Yeah. And stuff. And this time, he was just maybe yeah, business Pretty mode. serious. Yeah. And he was just like, fuck this. I'm going to get over this I know. This seriously. Um, get it over with. But yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, let's see. What are the things we got to talk about? You guys probably know if you guys are big nerds, especially if you like Chris Hardwick. Um, it already has been announced and it's already up and running. The Nerdist channel on YouTube mm-hmm. is in full effect. Um, I haven't been able to have time to check out any shows, but like Weird Al Yankovic has a show. Um, Neil Patrick Harris has a show. I think there's like a Jim Henson show or something like that mm-hmm. and more shows to come. Um, they're going to see how it goes and I'll be checking some of them out. And if any of you have seen any... <laughs> Have any comments? Let us know if it's yeah. worth checking out. They already have, um, as somebody who works in like social media and online marketing, I could not help but be a little bit jealous that they have like, um, I think like a hundred thousand followers already. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Fuck faces. <laughs> I mean, I am so torn about Nerdist, the Nerdist Empire and Chris. Like on one hand, I love it. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, call it pettiness, call it jealousy, call I'm it... I'm call it jealousy. I'll call it jealousy. <laughs> I will call a spade a spade. Like, I'm not afraid to own that. Part of me is a little resentful. Why? Break it down. I'm like, why you gotta be all famous and shit? <laughs> why is there... Why can't you share some of that famousness with, with us? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of it's kind of like the big brother, I guess, that, that you're a little resentful yeah. of, but you ultimately love dearly. I mean, he's done, yeah, he's done a grip of shit, yeah. and he's so... And resentful, that's a very strong word. I think jealous. I'll stick with jealous. jealous. I think jealous is more appropriate. <laughs> if you could see her now, she's hella green. Totally. <laughs> Super green. Yeah. You know, but jealous, but also... I'm going to see, I'm not going to give this up. I'm going to find a hundred analogies. <laughs> It's like that guy that, you, that like you're like someday we might like go out. Someday we might. I don't even want to go out on a date with him. Like someday we might be friends. <laughs> no, I hope and you so. secretly want it, but then you got to be cool too. Yeah, you got yeah, to play it cool. That. You can't. Yeah, no, for sure. But no, I, I have been binging super hard on a lot of the Nerdist podcasts. Um, especially, I really, I am sort of eh, on the one that, ones that are him and his friends. Mostly because they all sound the same to me. Yeah, so they, they And kinda... I have a really hard time figuring out who's who. I mean, Chris sounds like Chris for There's me. There's another guy that kind of sounds like Chris, too. But but Matt and the other dude. Jonah, I think. Jonah. They, I don't know, they kind of like, I don't know. Blur together? Yeah. No offense. They're all funny and lovely. But I really like his interviews. And I feel like, especially because like I just listened to the Neil Patrick Harris one. Oh, yeah, And so I think I. because like they've been friends for a long time. It's just a really interesting... Yeah. Conversation. Just definitely. It's like a fly on the wall. Just. Yeah. And I, I really like them. And he has a, a nice, they have a nice, interesting um, lineup of people that they've interviewed, you know, yeah. from from writers, actors, um, all different types. And so I, I like that you can go like, oh, today I'm not really feeling listening to this. Yeah. Neil I'm Patrick Harris. Yes. You know, that's the that's the day. That's what I'm into right now. It'd be a it'd be a cold day in hell if it wasn't a day that I was ready to listen to Neil Patrick Harris. Really? I oh, love him. Oh. I think he's great. I need I like him. I think he's great. Um he's not an everyday thing for me. Yeah. William I was very highly impressed when they had William Defoe on there. Because oh, I, I love him. I thought that when I saw that I was all wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It was okay. great. I'll yeah, have to so check that's a good out. One. You know what else he has that's really awesome? Back to the jealousy. Not that our song. Oh, back to Jazz. But he has a really catchy song. He does. With and the little with the video l- game noises. Yeah. Like, do, 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 do. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's super addictive. Yeah. That's cute. That's cute. 
And speaking of podcasts, um, we were recently on a podcast with some fellow podcasting ladies. Ladies in the house. Called The Because Show. And they are moms who don't talk about mom things, which I appreciate. Yeah. And uh, we went out to their place where they record. They It was with Geraldine and Susan. They were super awesome. It was sort of like a slightly different format of the nerd out. Yeah. With more people. It yeah. was fun. One was missing. Was it Amy? Is her name Amy? I think it's Amy. She was out. She was, uh, I think, traveling or something. Yeah. And um, so, but it was it was good times. It was like we just met them, mm-hmm. and we just went in, jumped in, like it was like we've known them forever. Yeah, it was really fun. Definitely check out. We'll put a link to the episode on in our blog notes on the site. Yeah, episode twenty five www.thenerdout.com. Yeah. Um, so we will um, put a link to that, and I definitely recommend checking it out. If you like us, if you want to try something new, it's like a gateway drug. It is. It is. I think, you know, we have to support the fellow lady podcasters. Yes, we're all about. And um, hello to any Because Show listeners. Yes, welcome. Welcome and appreciate the listen. Hope you stick around. Yes. Hope we, hope we don't offend you too much. Give it time. <laughs> cock, cock, cock. <laughs> Penis. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about, um, let's see, today is the 7th of April. Let's talk about what's up on the horizon for both. It'll be my 6th or 7th year, and it'll be your first year. Why don't yep. you tell the lovely folks what's going down? It will be my very first year, obviously. Ritzy, a little more experienced than I in this world, working at Coachella. Yes. Working yes. Coachella. And not working the food stands. No. Not working the doors of the lockers. We're talking no. about working. The super glamorous side of things, driving around a golf cart. That's right. Behind the scenes, backstage, with the artists. You're doing something different, though. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, way to rub it in. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to be working with the box office. Yes. The B.O., as the we BO. like to call it in the yeah. business. Yeah. So, uh, yes, but I will probably be back in the VIP area running you about. Will. You'll and have access. Cruising and You'll be driving on the same people roads. places, doing mobile customer service. That's right. With a Breaker Breaker 1 9. That's right. We all get radios. Yep. And, um, you know, she came to me and Mr. D. Some of the veterans for some hot tips because yep. it's dusty kids. It's not what you think. It's not glamorous back there, and <laughs> it's, it's dirty. It's dirty. It's dusty, and uh, so yeah, we and it's hot as fuck. Oh yeah, though I I looked and I was telling Ti a little bit ago before we started that it looks like it's gonna be a a cool like on the cooler side uh, Coachella than usual. It's usually nineties or triple digits at least one or two days, and unless it changes, it looks like it's gonna be in the eighties. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. A couple of years ago, it was around, about, like, about that, and it was just great because you're not having to pour <clears throat> water on yourself to <laughs> keep yourself yeah, from... Wet t-shirt contests. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's two weekends. First Coachella's time. two weekends. And then, uh, yeah, so, first time it is. And then it's Stagecoach the third weekend, which is Country Coachella. Yeah, Country Coachella, which is... I'm not working that one because um, I have an opening in San Francisco that weekend. But I usually work all three. Last year it was Coachella, then the Big Four, which was with all the heavy metal bands, which oh, was that awesome. Was awesome. Because it was me and Mr. D were the only ones for, um, who were we for? Uh, A band? Yeah, forget the band. Is Mr. D's favorite. Avenged? No, hell fucking no. They weren't there. Um, 
Slayer. We were the oh, the dedicated people for Slayer. Oh my Slayer. god, that's totally Dee's favorite band. Yeah, it's his favorite band, and we were just all we had to do was do everything for Slayer that whole day. It was amazing. They're um, like, go kill. Yeah, like, all right. What, I think one of the most amazing parts of that year, last year, was that I got to help the tour manager, who was awesome, um, to decorate their um, their uh, trailer. So yeah, I had to change the light bulbs to red ones and put skulls and stuff and candles everywhere. It was awesome. OMG. <laughs> I wonder if like if that like they go home and that's what their house looks like, or if they go home and it's like a country cottage, Martha Stewart style, and they need this to get into Some character. of them have kids who had their kid, like their wife and kids there. So I'm thinking maybe things have changed. Maybe they probably have something like that, but maybe the kids' room's a little brighter. But <laughs> it was it was really great. But anyways, um stagecoach. It's pretty crazy. If you're into country or, you know, stuff like that, I, I suggest you roll because it's, people are way nicer, you know, because they're like, you know, Southern hospitality and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're used to taking care of themselves and they're not about this, you know, VIP bullshit. Some of them are. The ones that are more poppy, mm-hmm. you know, care about that. But the other ones, they're just like real nice. Like, no, it's cool. We're going to, we're going to uh, walk to the other stage. It's fine. You know, they bring their own trailers. It's like crazy house anyways. Um, the only scary thing is, you know, if you don't know, I'm a person of color. I am Latina. Um, and a lot of us that work are people of color. Uh, they're all, are you in this country legally? No, when you go out into the masses where they camp and they do all that stuff, it's where nothing they but, camp. it's Confederate flags everywhere, folks. Oh yeah. <laughs> scary people, like scary yeah. We have to go in groups. <laughs> yeah, totally. Safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. Pick your buddy. Don't lose your buddy. Um, but good-looking people. Better I'm, looking than Coachella. I have heard the following three things. The people are much nicer than Coachella. Yeah. And I've only gone as an attendee. Might be a little bit more in. racist, then, but sure. they won't tell it to your face. Sure, but they'll be nice about it. <laughs> and yes, I do talk like this entire time I work stagecoach <laughs> every year. <laughs> so, um, really, really nice. Really good looking group of people. And real slutty. Oh, really? I was going to say, and real a shitload of fights. Shitload of fights, but real slutty. Like everybody and their mother has a truck or their trailer, outside of their trailer, has a strip pole. I swear to God. Oh my God. And it doesn't matter if you're in one of the beautiful people that are super duper in shape or you're, you have, you look like you're pregnant and you've. You're not at all, but the the dress code is Daisy Duke shorts, okay, bikini top. That's what I figured. That's just what I would wear to work. You know, that's what they do there. (laughs) Um, It's 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 like (laughs) we were trying to take pictures last year. We're like, okay, let's all go. Let's pretend like we have to do a mission out there. And we were like, it was like a safari. It was an anthropological safari. We were Mm -hmm. just like, look over there. Let's pretend, okay, let's pretend we're with the blog and take, say that we're with this such and such blog to take a picture of this so we could show our friends. So like, excuse me, we're such and such, like, we take your picture there. It was all super excited. Yeah, can we take a picture of your stripper pole? Oh my God, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, so that's what's going down. I'm excited. And a little scared. But mostly excited. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm Mm -hmm. really excited. Um... Can't wait to hear all your adventures. Oh, yeah. And I yours. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go into movies. Movies. We had, was it our very first movie date? It was. It and was. we were talking about that 
we're both really picky on who we go to the movies Super with. Super picky. Because yeah. we're like, we're serious. We're about our business when we go to the yeah. movies. Yeah. I don't want somebody... I have a couple of friends I don't go to movies with anymore who are like... Check their phones. Yeah, none of that talk. shit. Fuck that shit. No. No. None uh-uh. of that shit. Talk during the movie? Uh, no. No. Keep your ass at home. Yeah, totally. Don't mess up my movie. That's called television. Yeah, that's, that's see it in your living room. Um, I pay, I'm paying money for this shit, which rarely happens, by the way. I rarely go out to the movies myself. I'm not like T.I. goes a lot. Uh, I love going by myself, too. And I go by myself, but um, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So anyways... We're good movie buddies, I feel. Yeah, I felt like we had a, I felt like we had a good movie going connection. Yeah. And then, oddly enough, as we walk out, um, we bump into my friend Leslie, aka the Answer Bitch, <laughs> who also has a podcast um, with E. She basically answers questions about celebrity shenanigans, but yeah. she has like a hard news background. She's a former reporter. She's great. So she takes things really seriously. Um, but anyway, we walk out, we bumped into her, so that was kind of funny. Um, but the movie itself, I liked. I give it a big heart. But tell people where to go see. Oh my god, did we not say <laughs> I that? I don't think so. <laughs> you know what, maybe we just won't tell them. <laughs> Do you guys deserve to know what movie we saw? <laughs> Send us money, and then we'll tell you. If, if, our, if our Facebook page gets 100 likes, we will reveal the name of the movie we went to see. Yeah, nobody cares that much. Um... We went to go see Act of Valor. Yeah, we talked about it, I think, the last episode. Yep. Uh, it was really great. Uh, she she sold me when she told me that it's uh, real Navy SEALs. Legit uh, Navy SEALs acting. Like, act, yeah. Active. Legit, Active duty. Legit yes. Navy SEALs acting. And one of the awesome points you said was that the director was like, you know, I'm excited you going out, but you know I don't want anything to happen to you because we still got to finish filming this film. <laughs> yeah, and it took them a long time to film it because the guys were would get shipped out. And a friend of mine um, works with Fox and Relativity, who released the movie, and she has been like dying for me to see it for months because she's like, "Oh, I know you're gonna love this movie." <laughs> and she was like, like at the premieres and stuff like that. She was like the nicest group of people. And she's like, my husband was like, oh, really? Because, like, all of the women were, were sort of, like, all of the women from Fox and stuff. They're all, like, you know, in their nice outfits. And they're all, so, <laughs> I bet. tell me what it was like doing. And, he, and her husband was like, really? Navy SEALs? That's, what, that's, that's like, sort of the kryptonite that keeps me away and draws you closer? She's like, mm, they are, like, she's like, it's not even that they're super handsome. She's like, they exude a real, like, confidence yeah, and, like, and sort of serenity and like yeah. she's like you just find yourself really drawn to it yeah I, I could see that just by watching that one I forget which one that one dude I was like I would like to meet him <laughs> <laughs> but um Me the movie was, was really great um I think the best parts of the movie I think I think that's one of their selling points now is that they show stuff live action scenes in a way that's never been shot before. Yeah. And they use, because they are real people who know what they're really doing, they use, they use live ammo. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a couple particular action scenes that you're just all, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. <laughs> and you're like, you can tell. Like, I think it's, like, the extra adrenaline of knowing that it's, that it's, like, live ammo. And, and even, like, a couple of the scenes, not to give anything too much away, but yeah. 
There's one scene towards the end with a bomb, uh-huh. and uh, the way that it's filmed, great. Is, it like blew my mind. It took my mind like three seconds to comprehend what I'd just seen. Yeah, and like Ritzy turns to look at me at the same time that my jaw is like what like drops in my and like I'm staring and I turn and stare at her dumbly with my mouth open I was like what are we watching it was badass it was like something that would only be shown in a video game or something yeah like you know like what I mean but it was cool because it was it was like I think four of them were the real Navy SEALs and and two of them are really um have a lot of dialogue so unfortunately because the real Navy SEALs and that actors Acting, acting is not so not great, no. but beca- I think if you go in knowing that they're real Navy SEALs, that helps. Yeah, I was like, you know, your acting sucks. Don't fucking care. Yeah, doesn't matter because doesn't matter. But this, like, they were they were saying it. I was watching. I, of course, I came home and I mm-hmm. just did all kinds of research on everything <laughs> I could possibly find, and um, they were saying how you know it's legitimate, like legit the way they do everything. Just how they would act it out on a true mission and stuff like that, and. Um, it, it was really great. I, I suggest, and we were like, what, two out of maybe four women in the entire place? Yeah. I mean, there were a ton of people there anyway. It was mostly dudes. You might have a hard time finding it, um, in a theater anymore. Yeah. But definitely see it on the biggest screen possible. And there was one other funny anecdote that my friend told me who worked on the movie. Um, there were scenes that like the director would film them, like when they're, um, going in, they're infiltrating the compound kind of early on. And, uh, and they do it and they're, you know, it's very sort of precise and measured and whatever. And they, they're like, all right, okay, cut. And the director would be like, I want it with like more excitement. Like, I want you to like amp it up and be like more urgent and like, you know, louder and whatever. And they're looking at him and they're like, we would never do that. (laughs) And he was like, oh, (laughs) all right, well, carry on then. (laughs) And it's like, they're cool as fuck these guys like, like calm it. cool and collected there was not a lot like no wasted movements or gestures just very like business like it was Love it. pretty awesome i really enjoyed it and then uh the other movie i've seen have you seen it yet the hunger games no still haven't seen it no time i've been hermit crab status okay um you know nose nose to the the grind. to the grind. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen it twice. See, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it enough for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thinking maybe, but since it's been this much time now, uh, you didn't, you didn't stop. I had to bring the book. No, I didn't. I'll probably just home. read the book and then go see it. Maybe start it off like that. Maybe start it off right. You know okay. what I mean? I think maybe that's maybe the Maybe tomorrow move. I can drop the book off. Oh, no urgency. I probably won't start know, reading but... until next month anyways when okay. I, you know, calm down on my work. Um, it was, everybody that I've seen it with pretty much gives it a B plus. Um, that's what I would give it. Okay. And I thought that it hit the big, it hit the, like all the big notes. It, you know, kind of broad strokes, got all of it. I thought that the casting for the most part was pretty good. Jennifer Lawrence was amazing. Stanley Tucci was fabulous. He's always great. Yeah. Um, I'm still not 100% sold on the two younger male leads, Mr. Okay. Miley Cyrus and yeah, Josh, no. what's yeah. his name? Yeah. Um, Pita and Gail. Uh, but they were, you know, they did their best. And the thing that bothered me is like some of the nuance was lost. And I don't think that this is really a spoiler. No, it's a little bit of a spoiler. Um, I will be, I will talk around it. There is a particular way that the relationship between 
PETA. And by the way, one of the things I like about this, it's not really a love story. Like, there's, nice. a, there's like, you know, some tension. Mm. Romantic tension, if you will. Okay. But it's not a, like, lovey-dovey romance. That's not the main focus of no, the film. No, it's not. Yeah, great. It's not, it's like, you know, it's sort of like the action or... The internal journey of of the hero Katniss, the action, the society at, at large that they live in, and kind of interesting commentary on that. And then at the very bottom, it's like kind of a romantic triangle, kind mm. of. Okay. At any rate, <clears throat> um, the relationship in once they get into the arena um, proceeds in a certain way for Katniss and Peeta. And I just felt like the movie totally missed the mark of how that relationship should be. Mm. And that kind of bummed me out because there's, like, I just love the way it is in the book. And it's sort of like, you know, two ships passing in the night and maybe they they totally don't get what the other yeah. person is feeling. And it didn't really come across. But I'll wait until you see it or read it and then we can discuss. Okay. But, yeah, it was good. It's a huge movie. It's done amazingly. Yeah, it's like third highest grossing film ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there's anyone, keep keep fishing for these responses on anything. Yeah, anybody. If there's anyone that has seen the movie who didn't read the books, I'm really interested in seeing what they thought of the movie. Yeah. You know, because I always compare it to... Um, I was asking, like, if it's, like, you know, Twilight. You know, I read the books. Yes, I know I'm a grown-ass woman. I read the <laughs> books. Thought I would hate them, but I love them. And, but when I see the movies, I always, I'm always thinking of the regular person that's just going and never read the books. And I'm thinking, I would think this is the most fucking ridiculous movie ever. Oh, totally. I took the guy I was dating to go see the first Twilight movie. And he was like, I can't believe that you're making me do this. <laughs> but if you read and the he books, was it's like, like a whole nother experience. You're yeah. like, oh, you want to see what, you know, what Certain you read moments. on page, yeah. you know, in action. So that's why I'm interested in Hungry. That's why I'm kind of like, maybe I'd rather read the book first so I have more of a, yeah. you know, something more invested in it and have that same similar experience. So I, I will say that the first half of the movie is sort of the setup and then the second half is in the arena. Yeah. And it sounds great. Oh, like that's great. what I'm looking forward the to. The first half of the movie I I would like stop and check in with myself and realize that like my heart was pounding. <laughs> and then the scene and then like when it has them and they're like in the arena and they're like frozen there until the counter goes <laughs> and it's all ten, nine, <laughs> eight. In your pants. I was shitting my pants. <laughs> I was like <laughs> like I think that my, my pulse and my breathing quickened. I might have been hyperventilating <laughs> a little bit. That's how excited I was. I was all, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's good. You know, it's like a crazy fan. Your hands are sweating. Oh yeah, totally. That's crazy. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the book. Um, let's move it on down to TV, kids. The TV. A lot of shit has happened since we last talked. <laughs> Damn. Walking Dead ended. Walking Dead. What a great fucking season finale, kids. Yeah, I thought that was a great finale as well. And I, because especially after the second to last episode. And the way that ended, yeah. I was all, oh, fuck. I was stressed. Yeah. I was stressed. And then when I saw this one, I was like, oh, shit, look who finally grew some motherfucking balls. <laughs> I was proud. I was a proud mama. I was just like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was like, this is what we need. Yeah. Because he was getting on my fucking nerves, like, two so or three episodes. Like, it was, like, too much. Like, God, it's... It's the apocalypse. Like, let's not be so morally conflicted. Mm-hmm. You got people to protect. Mm-hmm. Not just people that you don't know, but your wife, a baby on this way, a son. 
Like, let's get it together and grow some motherfucking balls. And you did. But <laughs> please don't concern yourself overly with protecting your wife or your son. Yeah, no, no, Especially no. the son. Yeah. Because well, I, mean, I would like him to go wander out into the road then, and become zombie chow. But then, okay, I get really annoyed with him. But then I have to think, like, he's a fucking kid. He doesn't know what the hell. He, he's a growing kid. Doesn't know what's happening. Cannot follow basic instruction. Stay in the house, Carl. But that but stay in that's the house. The kids do that type of shit, you know. And they, you know, yeah, maybe he he does is a kind of aware of the zombie apocalypse. But he's a kid. His brain's not fully developed in that point. So I get upset, and then I try to remember. I'm not a parent, but I'm thinking like, you know, he's yeah. a fucking kid. You're a bigger person than me, right? <laughs> That's all I have to say about that one. <laughs> Although, when um, Dale died, I was like, see what you did? <laughs> you should have killed that motherfucker, Paul. I know. Your fault. <laughs> but I try to, I'm trying to be. Right. You know, you're trying understand. to be forgiving. You're trying yeah. to find it in your heart. Um, it is Easter. So. <laughs> like that matters. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, Are you religious? No. Where did you grow up? Washington State and San Diego. No, but what? What? Uh, what any, religion? Anything? Um. Yeah. Probably two things. Um. The Washington family is Methodist, and when when I was growing up with my mom, we went to the Church of Religious Science, which was a woman named Terry Cole Whitaker. She was the woman who ran it then. It was kind of you know like feel goody. I'm okay. You're okay. Like <laughs> you know, not a lot of Jesus, but like talking about God and higher power and all that stuff. Oh. And then she ended up getting really famous, like, embezzling money or something. Oh, but at any rate, but when back before she was famous, I would sit in the front row and draw pictures during church and give them to her at the end. Oh, she suck would, up. I know. Totally. <laughs> so what now do, you don't practice it? No, I mean, I, I observe certain things. Mm-hmm. But to me, and, you know, I don't mean to alienate anyone, I, I'm actually... I have I have a very specific set of beliefs that I believe in that are far too boring to get into here. <laughs> and so I always like to be respectful of other people's religion, especially like unless it harms somebody else, believe what you gotta yeah, believe. Do what you gotta do. For and sure. uh but I one of the things that I'm really interested in are the um pagan roots of many modern holidays, especially many of the Christian holidays. Yeah. Because as Christianity spread, they co-opted a number of local holidays, sort of like, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. So, you know, to me, a lot of, you know, to me, and it doesn't take anything away from, you know, sort of Christ rising, but Easter in this time of year is also a celebration of new life, Mm -hmm. hence the eggs and the rabbits and the fertility and, you know, the sun god returning because of the time of the year. So to me, you know, I'm kind of interested in that stuff. But no, not not super religious. What about you? No, I'm not. Were you raised any particular thing? Hell yeah, I'm fucking Mexican. I was hella Catholic. <laughs> Can like, I tell you something? <laughs> Today, I have like, you know, various places, like when I went to go buy my hat and stuff, yeah. I was interacting with people who are Latino, yeah. and I was, and I caught myself, I would realize, because I would be about to be like, oh, happy Easter, and then that sort of moment of, I live in a big city, I can't say that, what if they yeah, don't celebrate not, Easter? Yeah. And then I'm all, they're Mexicans. <laughs> of course, it's all, I'm all, happy Easter, they're all, you too, I'm all right on. <laughs> I figured that was pretty safe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... It, our family is really weird because, like, I remember memories as a kid having to dress up in an ugly-ass dress and have gloves. And I remember that was the worst thing oh, for me to be... Bad. You know, because the, the Catholic masses are 
long in general, but Easter mask was longer and I had to wear these gloves. And so I'd get in trouble because I tried to take them off. And then, But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we, we used to go to church all the time. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, when I was really kind of young, we stopped going. And everyone, I, I grew up two eggs away from the border. So it was just Mexicans and Filipinos. And if you were white, you're pretty much white trash. Or you were in the Navy married to a Filipino or a Mexican or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone was going to CCD, Cataclysm and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one that didn't go. Did you feel weird? I did. I was like, I want to go. But I also was a Buddhist. I'm really a Buddhist. I was in second grade. My best friend was Japanese and black. And I went through the whole process of being an NSA, an Instrument Shoshan Association, and went through the whole thing. And I was in the band. Wow. And, yeah. Same one that uh, Tina Turner uh-huh. was in. And, uh so yeah, and then I went to different churches on my own. I was on a quest when I was like seven or eight, and I went to different of my friends' churches, a Baptist church. A, mm-hmm. I went to CCD one day, just check it out now, see what the big hoopla was. And at a young age, I was like, man, everyone talks shit about everyone else's religion. So mm-hmm. I let me go. I let me go with these Buddhists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally. They're not talking shit about anybody. So yeah, I don't really. I did that kind of recently, probably like eight years ago. I went through a phase of going to. A bunch of different churches because I liked the idea of different places of worship, I should say. Yeah. Because I like the idea of really connecting to something like and being a part of like a group of people or a congregation or whatever. Yeah. It's just, I think that to me, like organized religion just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me either. Like There's... I have, I have a very strong belief in, you know, what I believe in is God and I don't really need to talk to other people about that, I guess. Yeah. Just do it, live it. Yeah. Whatever. And but just as a you know being I think being Latina and then still having those Catholic things that are embedded in me guilt the guilt comes up here and there <laughs> like weird times like you know unexpected times I'm like man that's not so anyways um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways back to zombies yeah back to zombies and what we really <laughs> want to talk about here um, we were talking about I was watching the the Talking Dead. Yep. And they did confirm that when um, Shane was shot and they kept showing that it was like the chemical yeah. process of the brain turning. Turning into yeah, zombie. Which I thought that was cool. And then let's talk about Mashan, the last figure. Oh, uh-huh. The hooded woman with, with the, the zombie armless pets. zombie pets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So amazing. Well, after watching pretty much like the last five minutes of that episode when they introduced her and then they did that, you know, big sort of pan back and you're all, what is that? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, been sitting here with the like thousand page Walking Dead compendium for I don't know how long. (laughs) Time to start reading. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. So I started, uh, that was a gift from Nick and uh, that is what I recently started reading and what I'm reading right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't want to, like, I wanted to see how to spell her name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to read anymore. I just want to see how I spell her name and mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm really excited because they mentioned her in the show and kind of like she's going to be a huge part of the next season. Mm-hmm. And they also said, it was one of the producers of the show, I believe, was on there. And he said that the pace of this final episode is pretty much the pace of season three. That they're in the process of writing it right now. Um, but... 
we're going to see a lot of her and a lot of more new characters. And they asked about, I forgot the name of who they asked about, if that was like three people. They said mm-hmm. if those three people were going to be introduced. And in a roundabout way, he said, yeah, but like not the whole group, maybe one of So I'm sure it's people that, those of you who have read the comics know mm-hmm. who they're talking about. I'm just really excited of all the different possibilities and the fact that the pacing, at least the first couple of those, is going to be pick great. Up a bit. Yeah, it's just having her and knowing that there's people out there, a strong female character of color, hello. I know, and we all know how badly they need strong female characters on this exactly, show. Exactly, because, uh, and the fact that, you know, they're saying that they're um, survivors, survivalists, the ones that who learned how to survive in this environment, mm-hmm. fascinating. So, mm-hmm. super, super excited kids. And I've also heard that she's a big fan favorite. So. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what they're saying on the mm-hmm. show, too. They're like... I'm excited. Suits, yeah. Um, and then we're already two episodes into Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Mad Men had the two-hour season premiere mm-hmm. um, two weeks ago. Zoopy, zoopy, zoop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was telling G.I. that the funniest thing was that was in everyone's brain, right? Mm-hmm. Zoopy, zoopy, zoo. And um, the next night or that same night, I was watching um, uh, Jimmy Fallon and one of the commercial breaks, the Roots started playing that song. That's amazing. So cute. Um, so what did you think of the season premiere? I thought it was good. I thought it was a little slow. Um, but I enjoyed... There were some interactions that I really liked, like Joan coming into the office and talking thinking to that, Lane. Yeah, the thinking one. that she, she was getting replaced. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, um, um... <laughs> And yet also, like, really sweet, <clears throat> which I thought was in at odds, interestingly enough, with both his very casual racism earlier in the episode and then also being a creepy lurker with the woman's photo. Oh, I know. What was that about? I don't know. <clears throat> they always enter... That was another thing that we were talking about at the panel that I, I wanted to ask or I wish someone asked. Like, I've noticed that every season there's, like, these weird little side things that happen that never really get addressed. Like, yeah. I'm sure this will never really get addressed, that no. little lurker picture thing. And then a couple of seasons ago, um, Campbell being kind of like a ra- uh, a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up with the rape- yeah. rapishness? Rapey, rapey Campbell? <laughs> you know, like, it's interesting. But anyways. Um, and I I know that I'm actually in the minority, which surprises me because I, I normally am I'm sort of a weather vane for the larger fan culture. I really like Megan. Mrs. Draper. I like, you know, I like her a lot more now, too. I didn't like her necessarily the season finale, um, but I like her now because I feel like she kind of helps reset Draper in a way, mm-hmm. you know, because he's so used to having to deal with women that he's in a, that type of relationship with and a marriage with, like cold face, whatever her name is, <laughs> Betty, you know what I mean? <laughs> And, you know, who, who's, who is older than her, but way more immature and childish about things, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, Megan is young and she does young things, but she's pretty like level-headed about it and be like, hey, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like she kind of brings like back. open-minded. I like yeah. her. Yeah, I like her too. What, what did you think about the first two episodes? I liked it. I was super excited. I knew that the, for me, the two hours went by pretty fast. Um... I have two questions yeah. about the most recent episode. Okay. How did they get January Jones to look like that? That suit. She was also pre- she was also pregnant pregnant. So I was thinking that maybe it's a combo. Yeah, could 
about I got into an argument with some people about this the other night because they were like, oh, she had to have been wearing, or she had, she just had her baby, so she was, you know, it was just pregnancy weight. I was like, I can assure you that cold face, cold face. Does, is that her? That's her new that's name. Her name. name. <laughs> that she did not gain more than she did not gain no. an ounce over what she had to gain for that. No, no, no. We saw pictures of her online on the blogs. Yeah, full blown belly. She did not look like that. Yeah. That was totally fat face. She did not get anywhere near that. It was really good fat makeup though. It was way better than they did for Peggy in like season one or yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, when she was pregnant, didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, that was that was pretty sad. Well, and then when she was like, oh, it's benign, I'm like, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> is she lying? Did the doctor say something else? Yeah, exactly. So it kind of, I hate to say that cancer makes Betty more interesting, but it does. cancer it, makes Betty more interesting. It <laughs> Certainly more sympathetic. It, but she's still a bitch when she was like, oh, oh so I'm just fat just for, just cause I'm fat. Like not because of anything else. Remember when he, she was like, you're a lot, like you're going to be okay. Like what a fucking, yeah. she's still and irritating. There was someone she was eating with, maybe it was her husband at the very end of the episode. And he was kind of like, I'm done. And she was like, Marie? Oh, and it was like, her daughter with the oh, yeah, Sundays. Grabbed, and grabbed her ice cream. She's like, fuck I it. Was all, do it, Betty. She's like, fuck it, I'm alive. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, So that was the one question from the last oh, one. Oh, both, both of those. Like, oh, the fat one? And then did she really have did she really have cancer or not? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's good, though. I love it. Um, I can't say anything bad about Mad Men. It's just... No. It, it 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 Matt does this thing that he did well with on this on the episodes or seasons that he worked on uh, Sopranos, where you know not every episode of Sopranos had action packed people getting whacked and shit. It was a mm-hmm. lot of just watching people live their lives that lived in that certain situation, and mm-hmm. you know there was a lot of seasons, couple of seasons where people would tell me like, I'm just bored with the season. I was like, I'm not bored at all. I love this sh- type of shit, just watching how they do it and. It's great. It's it's awesome. So, Mad Men, I'm so happy. Sundays. Sundays are a big night. Sundays are crazy right now. We got yeah. Mad Men. We got Game of Thrones. Hello. We're talking Hello. about that shit right now. The Killing. I mean, it's just. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm like, okay. I've been on deadline, so I was like, okay. I'm going to. I can't watch anything until I finish this part of this deadline mm-hmm. and then my my reward is to watch these shows or one of them oh yeah mm-hmm. and then prioritize because mm-hmm. when games of thrones came on last weekend i was like games of thrones and then i looked at my recorded things and i was like mm-hmm. i forgot about mad men yeah okay so we'll go to games of thrones next <laughs> Games um, of motherfucking thrones. Right. As we like to call it. Um, so we had a party, which unfortunately Ritzy was sick and could not join. Oh, so bummed. Uh, but we did a party at the Answer Bitches house, and um, we cooked medieval food. Oh. I got over there at like 10 in the morning. We made some tea. <laughs> um, we had a very modest sample of the wine I cooked the chicken sure, in. I was sure. on 5 o'clock in the world somewhere. <laughs> um... And, uh, yeah, so I made, um, Coco Van, which is chicken and wine and, um, cooked that stuff all day long. And then I also did, um, a salad, which apparently they, they ate a lot in the middle ages as well as in Roman times. You need to portray that a little bit more in the movies. I know. I mean, you would think that all anyone ever does is like grab a turkey leg and (laughs) chew on it. 
But apparently, and a bottle of mead. And a bottle of mead. We had mead. <laughs> oh, awesome. My friend Sean brought mead. Um, uh, let's see. Answer Bitch made a mushroom pie, which was so good. And um, pears poached in wine. Was that good? That sounds delicious. delicious. I took some home. And ate some with some, like, vanilla frozen yogurt. Ooh. It was so good. Because oh. they were, like, spicy. Mm. Oh, it was good. And uh, people came dressed up in costumes. My personal... Everybody looked great. My favorite costume was uh, a gentleman by the name of Rob who had a enormous rubber horse head <laughs> and a shirt that had a picture of a globe and a horse and a name tag that said, Hi, my name is the stallion who mounts the world. <laughs> Oh my god, I awesome. was like, you were amazing. That's great, that's and creativity. Yeah, his lovely wife was, <laughs> her name tag was, hello, my name is Sansa Stark, help me. And she <laughs> had like a, sort of like a stuffed dog that she like did black electric tape over its eyes and like crosses, <laughs> so it's all dead. That's and like awesome. a little tiara and she wore pink. I mean, like me, I wore um, a cape, a red cape that I have left over from like a little red riding hood <laughs> costume. I wore that and like a red scarf on my head and um, some red eyeshadow and I was Melisandre. The Red Priestess. Nice. So, you know, it's kind of open to interpretation. <laughs> but it was so fun. It was great, great, great having the show back. Um, I was so excited. We watched the for the last episode of last season, <clears throat> and then this one. And uh, I just thought it was, like, on point. The wigs were better this year. Yeah. Um, everyone that I've talked to, all my guy friends, they're like, I know that um, Lena Headley, who plays Cersei, is like is really pretty, but she was so hot on the last episode. I'm like, she's a pretty lady. Uh, I just thought it was really good. In the books, there's not a lot of Danny and Daenerys in book or in book two, so I'll be curious to see if they, they. Yeah, I think that they can stretch it out and pad it up. And I mean, frankly, you have so many other points of view. Yeah. It's just the only thing that you know continues to be difficult is. So many new characters, so many points of view, all of all of these things happening concurrently, and how do you swing back and forth? So my hat is off to the writers and directors and producers, because that cannot be easy. Awesome. It, I thought it was great. I and loved I, it. I loved um, Stannis, who is dead, the Dead King's older brother, who is quote-unquote next in line for the throne. And <clears throat> he is... Like, super, super, he's, like, morally righteous and, like, kind of annoying, but, like, very fair, very, all of these, totally uninspiring. Yeah. And, um, the, when they were composing the letter oh. to send to them, like, basically saying, look, he's twincest, like, no. Yeah. I love that. He was, like, he was, like, he's, like, no, write that, what I said. Like, yeah, because, well, they're, because they're, like, you know, Jamie, Jamie Lannister, he's, like, Sir Jamie Lannister, and they're, like, okay, Sir Jamie Lannister, he's all... The Kingslayer, call him by his name. <laughs> I thought that was I'm bad. Like, I know, and it's like, oh god, that is so Stannis, like wanting everything to be like precise, <laughs> even if you hate the guy. Like, you know, he's a knight; he gets his title. <laughs> then don't forget, he also killed a king. So throw that in there too. So yeah, he's just as um, annoying and uninspiring <laughs> as he was in the books, and I was happy with that. And then um, there's a guy who ends up being more prominent through the rest of the books. Uh, Davos, who is kind of his right-hand guy, okay. former smuggler. He's like, he's one of the 500 guys that has gray hair and a bushy gray beard. <laughs> Surely you know the one. Oh, yes. 
And uh, he ends up being sort of more prominent throughout the series. And I thought that the casting for him was perfect. Oh, nice. So that was, we were like, yes, we love him. <laughs> so it was good. It was good. I'm excited. So excited. I'm excited today is Saturday. So tomorrow. So tomorrow we is, get to. you know, to... big TV time. I know. TV time. Um, and this is, you still haven't seen The Killing, but um, it was a two-hour premiere of The Killing as well. And it was so fucking good. And I, was t- I keep telling Miosito, I was like, dude, I don't know why you don't fucking watch this shit with me. You <laughs> would love it because it's, it's one of those shows like Game of Thrones, you have to pay attention. Uh-huh. Because there's things that are unspoken that happen that really tie into the story. Uh-huh. And it's like, you can't trust nobody now. It's In the two hours, they set everything up that a lot of people may have been pissed off about uh-huh. and horrified about. Right. And then you think at the end of the last season, you're like, okay, this person fucked that up. He's bad, blah, blah, blah. This, in the two hours, you're like, I don't know who the fuck is what and who. It's so good. I cannot wait. Okay. Then I definitely need to go back and uh, check Catch out. Catch up. Yeah. I think it's streaming on Netflix. So I, I can so go. Too. I can go check that out. Yeah. It's, oh, I'm sorry. Are the alarms on your Yeah, computer? my alarms are going <laughs> off. And uh, you just have experienced something that uh, Miosito hates. <laughs> uh, he's like, you're the queen of postponing your alarms. Um, so, yeah. So that, that was great. A lot of good TV, kids. We'd yeah. love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, and if there's anything you guys are watching that you feel like um, we must. should check out, yeah, that we haven't, because just what I need is um, another, another television <laughs> show to attempt to watch. I've been catching up on Ringer, which is uh, With the, Sarah <laughs> Michelle Geller, yeah. And it's, like, pulpy and campy, and I kind of like it. <laughs> um. Going on to some things that, you know, seen on the interwebs, a friend John posted this, and I feel that you will love it, okay. and our listeners will love it. <laughs> it's, let me put, make I sure saw I saw people ta- discussing on the interlet- internet. It's Super Morrissey Brothers. Super Morrissey Brothers. Here we go. Maybe not. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we Pinwheel go. Pinwheel of Death. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Yo. <gasps> How? Oh my god, that makes me so happy. It's bright today. <laughs> if you love Morrissey, if you love the Smith, you love Super Mario Brothers. We'll have a link to this song. You have to listen to the entire thing. It is so awesome. Oh my god, this is all I'm going to listen to for the rest of my life. I think I might make this you and Mr. D's ringtone when you guys call me. <gasps> oh, I would love that. <laughs> How awesome is that? And he said that he's going to try to make some more, do some other 80s songs in oh, this style. What I would really love is a camera to capture Morrissey's reaction. When he listens, when to, he listens first time, to that for the first time. He probably rolls his eyes. I know, like, mmm, and you I, like, over it. Oh, that's pretty great. That's like, amazing. For sharing. I so love that. amazing. It yeah. went around, I was like, oh, you have to listen to this, because, um, especially Morrissey fans, I knew they would get it, because usually Morrissey fans are kind of on the nerdy side. They are a little so, bit. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's amazing. Um, we'll definitely have a link to that. Um, because of uh, a couple of things, the couple of uh, uh, nerd out field trips we've had, uh, we've come up with a couple of pet peeves. Yeah. And, um, you know, after my talk about, you know, 
my strong belief in God, I don't want that to get in the way of the fact that I will talk shit about you and I will get in your business. Oh yeah. When you have it coming. All day. I, I would like to think, I think of this as nerdiket. Nerdiket. Okay. And there are going to be a number of rules. This might even be a, this will definitely be a reoccurring segment. For me, one thing that bugs the fuck out of me is people who are talking when they don't need to be talking (laughs) at events. Yes. Shut up. (laughs) Like the people who are sitting next to me at the, um, Mad Men deal. Yeah. And then there was some other guy who is on his phone, um, in our row at Active Valor. It was hilarious. We both, it was dark, so we, it was on the left-hand side. We both looked over and, like, looked at each other, like, in disgust. And I was just like, okay, whatever. But T.I. is like, hey! (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, that's the thing, too, is that I am not afraid to tell you to mind your manners and not only that, but if you continue to refrain from minding your manners, I will go get a manager and throw your ass out. I've that's done it before. When, that's when it was confirmed, <laughs> signed, sealed, and delivered that I could go watch movies with this chick. Oh, yeah. That's when it was. Yeah. And then the people that were talking next to me, I was like, I understand that, that Mad Men is a TV show and you are accustomed to watching it in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Yeah. And I hate to break the news to you, but in case you weren't aware, you are actually now surrounded by a by a sold out theater of people quietly watching this. So I had to tell them twice, and they still didn't completely shut oh, up. Worst. What is wrong with people? You guys, stop fucking talking. Yeah, especially at a paid fucking event. Yeah, I didn't pay twenty five dollars to sit and listen to you talk no. and whisper about like, oh, do you remember that one scene? Yeah, and oh my god, I love Betty. Afterwards. I love Betty. Shh. Okay, here's Betty. Here's Betty. Oh god, she's awesome. I'm like. <laughs> What? There's no need. At least be funny or something. Yeah. But don't, just don't do it. Just that's, don't do it. That's terrible. My pet peeve came when we were watching Active Valor. Um, <laughs> being Latina, right? Um, you know, share the wealth. There's plenty of amazing um, Latin actors. Uh, if you're if you're not of um, if you're supposed to be a Mexican, uh, you know, cartel guy or you know Mexican in general. Um, I hate to break it to you, um, non-Latino folks, we don't all sound the same. We don't all look the same. There's a major difference. And so part of this movie, um, Homegirl, forget her name, she's gorgeous, she's Puerto Rican, you know, she's saying shit like, Goño, Mexicans, we don't say that. She's supposed to be Mexican. Uh, The other dude, he was like... What was she saying? She was saying Goño, which is like a lot of, um, mostly Cubans say that, maybe Puerto Ricans say that. Goño, like... Uh, like shit, like you know, like what okay. the fuck, kind of like, okay. come on, it's it, 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 it's interchangeable, but it's okay. something like that, but it's not what Mexicans say. Okay. So being that, it really kind of took me out, and I was like, okay, but she's undercover, she's CIA, uh-huh. you know, whatever. So I'll let that one slide. But then later on, it was the head of the Mexican, not army the or federal or, or something like that, yeah. right? His accent is full. I've seen that actor many times. He is Cuban <laughs> with a Cuban fucking accent. And he which, looks Cuban. He looks Cuban. He sounds Cuban. So for me, it just took me out of the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's a pet peeve of mine. Because if you do it well, you know, you could be Puerto Rican Cuban and play Mexican if you have the right accent or you kind of can pass. Like Isai Morales. 
that motherfucker is Puerto Rican. But you think he's Mexican because he's been in all of Mexican movies. Props to him for doing it right. So if you're not going to do it right, don't do it because you're fucking up my movie experience. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. And good. And scene. And scene. Credits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> taken from uh, HBO. Yeah. Um, one last thing before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Heading back, also talking about actor valor. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, your, is your computer shutting us up? It's saying it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> what? Wow. What is happening here? You know, normally we talk after the jingle, so I would like to say that Ritzy created that with the tiniest little bit of input from me. Feedback <laughs> with feedback from me. And I just love that music Thank so you. much. Thank you. I feel like you should be a composer. I want to. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> it, was, it was good times. Anyways, please, please ignore the fact that our thing went off and... Um, <laughs> That's amazing. We just keep rolling, kids. That's how we do. Yeah. Um, but the last thing is that, you know, as we are nerds, uh, after we saw the movie, I immediately came home, got on the internet, and tried to watch every fucking um, <laughs> behind-the-scenes video and did as much research as possible. One thing that we forgot to mention is this was also made as a training, as a, like, a marketing tool for the Navy yes. SEALs. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of money is coming from that. A lot of Navy money, yeah. Um. So I... Did research and I found this amazing. I will have a link to you. Have to. Oh my gosh! See this. She showed this to me. <laughs> you seriously have to watch this. It is the best thing I have seen all day. It's called. There is a YouTube channel. It's called FPS Russia, and it's hosted by the one and only Dmitri, who's hell of like a Russian. Um, I don't know. I'm still debating if it's really done. I mean, I'm thinking. Anyways, basically. This dude has videos of him just using all the best, amazing weapons of mass destruction live on his land for you to appreciate and, and for your viewing pleasure. So when I did research on Active Valor, his video came up because he got to see a screening of Active Valor early on. Mm-hmm. And so he reenacts scenes from the movie on his land. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, right? Well, he has like this one of those shoulder rocket things, like not like, like a, a bazooka. Yeah, not like an um, an RPG, really, like yeah. different. Yeah, and he blows up a truck, <laughs> and it's amazing. He's like, I could. He's like, I couldn't get someone to follow me uh, in the truck, so I can shoot at them. So uh, we're just gonna drive around. And I'm gonna shoot this truck. <laughs> so it's like shitty with like a fucking. Um, AK-47 or something, and he, it's hilarious, and there's plenty more videos that probably have something to do with another movie or not, but it's glorious and amazing. Glorious, gratuitous we'll <laughs> violence. It's great. Um, so I will definitely have a link to that video so you can enjoy Dimitri at his finest. Yes, recommended. <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> okay, so really, we're really gonna end it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for spending an hour with us. Yes, it's rare. Yeah, there was a lot to cover, but that was fun. It went fast for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, next time we'll keep keep it to the regular timers. We just had a lot to cover. We wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything. Yeah. You know, before it got too late. But we wanted to spend more time with you. Yeah, we miss you. We miss you. We miss you a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, um, nerd on with your bad selves. Yeah. Peace out, nerds. <laughs>